Hi, I'm Chuck Friedman and you're listening to The Developer's Edge. On this show, we talk to the most inspiring members of our community from around the world and discuss their stories, upcoming projects, and more. Welcome to The Developer's Edge. So very excited today to be talking with Anthony Hogg, who's a colleague at Akamai. I've gotten to know Anthony uh, pretty well over the past couple of months. Uh, really excited to learn more about you and share some of your insights uh, today. So Anthony, how long have you been at Akamai? It's, it's been uh, a little over five years now. So I'm a senior enterprise architect. I'm, I'm with the advanced solutions team. In what capacity in your current job are you, you know, working with other colleagues and, and other developers sort of feeding them knowledge or pointing them uh, to key resources? My job is uh, is a t- technical consulting job. So I, I I talk to the customer. Uh, it's going to be you know site reliability engineers, front end developers, um, and managers, decision makers. What we're going to talk about is how um, how to best use the Akamai platform. So you know if if they're are they getting appropriate cache hit uh, ratios from the platform? Is their offload good? Uh, but then I'm also going to go into web performance, and, uh, and that's really my specialty. So that's going to be a lot of data analytics, uh, a lot of you know web assessments, and and then some you know some POC implementations of changes that I'd like to make uh, to the website or to the configurations on Akamai. It's pretty broad, and and I get to speak to developers quite a lot in in that uh, in that kind of context. You've been at the company for five years, um, so it's about a quarter of its its uh, existence, which is pretty significant. Um, I imagine there's been some some great innovation even in 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 this short time. What what's played sort of the biggest role? What what launch of a of a technology on Akamai's platform do you feel has uh, given the work that you do a boost or been been most valuable to the the customers that you work with? Right. Um... Can I can I give two answers to that? Absolutely. So I guess there's uh, there's one um, internal thing which you know which is the the fundamental shift that uh, that is um, happening at Akamai in terms of platform management. Uh, there's um, let it. I mean, what I what I'm talking about is uh, the Edge Cloud platform, which is. Um, a different way for Akamai to manage infrastructure of, of its own um, machines, just to simplify a little bit. But what it means for people like me is that there's much easier access to infrastructure to, um, you know, to experiment and to implement proof of concept things or to even run um, add-on services that, uh, that come with, um, with professional services, but that aren't necessarily directly a part of the platform. So that's been a massive boost, especially to my team. Um, and and then there's um, there's really I guess the, the the realization that the CDN is much more now than just something for pushing bits fast to uh, to the browser, but more uh, somewhere where you can really place logic. And this is where things like edge workers and edge KV are really really exciting. Um, I think the the whole industry is really coming to grips with the fact that the future is at the edge, right? <laughs> yeah. It's it's been very exciting. It's certainly been one of the hottest topics for me. You know, getting getting into the company and uh, 
gauging the the interest of developers, I I want to just go back to sort of the the beginnings of your career and sort of you're looking this you're looking at it. Um, what it what did you go to uh, to college for? <laughs> um, so philosophy. <laughs> Philosophy and uh, a brief stint at uh, anthropology. Um, I, I was kind of searching for for my path back then, and you know, when I was a kid, I I, I sort of started playing with uh, with my mum's old Macs, and they were running the sixty eight K architecture. Um, you know, those old processors, and and I needed to get past some some paywalls on some shareware and I kind of learned my way around the debugger back then, but I didn't know that that could actually turn into a job. Um, it was way later that I discovered uh, that that this was actually a possibility for me. And uh, and I went to this excellent engineering school in, in Paris called Epitech. Um, it's a, yeah, a master's degree and um, and they taught me everything. That wasn't philosophy and anthropology, of course. <laughs> I'd love to hear sort of that some of these moments for you where you've had that those aha moments where maybe you tackled something that uh, seemed like sort of uh, pretty far out there, whether as a side project or something in line with work, uh, just to recount the, some of these moments where it's like, I took on this initiative. I it seemed very far fetched to me, but when I when I actually launched it, it was it was very fulfilling yeah i have a few of those actually um but there's one that comes to mind uh, right off the bat um which it's a, it's an internal project really but it's fine i can i can describe it here um it was in in 2018 i was um i was systematically needing to look at log files you know um traffic log files to to understand certain properties of my customers traffic it's a hard job because at akamai um, there's a lot of traffic and so there are a lot of logs and you need to process them and i i went on holiday with uh, with my wife and my family to marseille that's in the south of france the weather's supposed to be you know brilliant down there but it was raining the whole time and so you know we tried to make the most of it but sometimes the kids ended up in front of tv and uh my wife was reading and you know i would kind of think how can i solve this problem and I, and in in those kind of five days i i whipped up a way of of writing python based queries against logs that would then run against the hadoop cluster that we have which which hosts our log archive and you know, it was a kind of elegant solution that that people then picked up, and uh, you know, I wrote a blog post about it. It was quite you know popular. There was there was a lot of positive reception. Now we're still using it. I've got this nice interest group within Akamai, uh, with uh, I think there's about twenty five people who are actively interacting on that uh, on that on that portal, and it goes from product management to architects to. Uh, uh, to technical support engineers, so it's it's helping out a bunch of roles, and I I never really thought it would go that that far, kind of thing. Yeah, you know, as a web developer, had you kind of developed a way to learn quickly, or were there any kind of go-to resources that you had built up? Whereas you maybe would learn a new language or learn something new um, as things evolved, HTML5, whatever came about um, in in your career. 
you know, what were some of the practices that you would do to sort of get up to speed on changes or uh, documentation or, or, you know, implement new techniques? Yeah. Um, that's changed a lot over time, I guess. Um, but, you know, learning to learn is, is such a fundamental part of what we do. Um, and I, I guess every different context has, has had its, its things. I think I have a special place in my heart for just trawling, you know, GitHub, NPM, other code repositories, and just searching for keywords and seeing how people code around those keywords. But my real go-to, and you know, maybe I should be ashamed to mention it to a certain extent, is is Wikipedia. Um, I have such a debt of gratitude to that service, and I'm a proud contributor. So, yeah, definitely, Wikipedia has has always been there for me. Not necessarily for the technology things, but for the underlying knowledge that allows you sometimes to grasp the technology from a math concept to definitions, uh, the history of something, you know, you name it. That's fascinating. I, I love Wikipedia of knowing the history of something kind of leads you down the path of what was the mo what was its inception? And then how did it sort of evolve? Um, and then the other thing we love about Wikipedia is it's sort of open source content. Um, has that played a big role for you too, in terms of open sourceness of content or technology as, as sort of a go-to resource? Yeah, it's, it's enormous. Look at the contributions that people have made there. Um, they're colossal and, um, it's, it's really a good thing that we have that resource, even if it's not always 100% accurate or sometimes it can be opinionated. Um, the, that's the real nature of, uh, collaborative content. And that's also what we're achieving with other platforms for pure, you know, pure code, pure te technology in the form of GitHub or, um, you know, even SourceForge back in the day. So yeah, there's a, there's a similar concept there. I'm, I'm interested. I mean, you're working with developers, you're working with customers, um, certainly other people at Akamai. What are some of the go-to resources that you like to point people to, whether they're getting up to speed or Maybe they've been customers for a while and there's sort of a, a new feature that they're interested in, in ramping up on. Right. So I guess, you know, the go-to will definitely always be, uh, depending on the role, of course, but for developers, certainly developer.akamai.com. And, you know, I'm really excited at, at seeing uh, the future of that uh, platform because, um, because there's a lot of great content there. Um, and, and uh, yeah, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm getting increasing pings from, customers saying, I found this blog and it was interesting. How can we go further with this? And they just, you know, they just continue from there. And apart from that, there's um, uh, Akamai's GitHub repository, you know, the GitHub organization, which contains a bunch of code examples and, uh, and you know, useful things that you can either be reused directly or, uh, or sometimes just used as a stepping stone to go further. Yeah. So certainly GitHub's played a huge role in every developer at this point, um, whether you're working on a side project or even in line with your job, I think um, we're all sort of leveraging other open source projects and tools that have been uh, made available. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm interested, are there any kind of go-to projects that you use for reference or uh, tools that you leverage sort of outside the Akamai ecosystem? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm I, I like to solve problems with code. You know, lots of there are lots of ways of approaching a lot of categories of problems. And my, uh, 
my knee-jerk reaction has usually been to kind of turn to a ter terminal and start, start doodling. And, uh, and to do that, um, I'm a really keen user of, uh, of Python uh, JavaScript as well, and um, have a bit of a love-hate relationship with, uh, with PHP and, and all of that, uh, that ecosystem. So I'm going to tend to, to turn to those a lot. Um, Jupyter, the Jupyter framework for uh, running uh, scientific notebooks and collaborating on them. That's an awesome, um, it's an awesome tool to have handy. Um, I think, you know, that, and of course, just Google, you know, for searching and, 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 uh, and going down the rabbit hole, uh, essentially. Yeah. I, Jupiter, I was involved in a machine learning platform a few roles ago, uh, and Jupyter notebooks played a very prominent role in that ecosystem. I wanted to ask you, you know, your engagement with what we have currently as a developer community, you know, uh, some of the, the better moments that you've had and, sort of best interactions that maybe you have with with uh, external developers in, in working with them and getting them uh, to be successful on our platform. I remember being um, being called in to um, to train a team of front end developers uh, for one of my customers partners. Uh, and because I came from a developer background, I was able to uh, to phrase what we do and how the internet works and how using the CDN and the Akamai platform, you can um, overcome and use a lot of that to your advantage. Um, it was very rewarding to see how much interest that elicited for for people who, you know, a few years back were really just like just like I was thinking about the logic, you know, about how how you construct a web page, but not at all how the application actually lives, how it gets delivered, and I think that teaching moment was one of the you know one of the most thrilling moments of of transmission for me in in a kind of developer advocacy um, context, getting people to understand. That the CDN is more than just something that you tack on, but it is something that you can fully use, um, and the and the the reactions they're very rewarding. Yeah, Anthony, in, in working with developers, uh, you know, helping them uh, be successful on the Akamai platform, are there any instances you can recall where it took a bit of code, or maybe for you to write up a tutorial or something where it really got them uh, from from uh, prototyping to actually uh, building or or uh, seeing the, the performance benefits of the platform that you are working with them on yeah absolutely um, I think there's a big big trend these days um, in in our field which is uh, managing Akamai configurations managing infrastructure in general as code and um, I'm, I'm working quite hard at trying to um, bring in some some diversity in the way we approach the developer experience, uh, and and one of my big topics has been trying to build an end-to-end -end workflow for managing CDN configurations using a language called JSONit, which is you know something I talk about a lot, something that was created by Google, and um, 
and and it's it's yeah it's it's really being used by by people in the industry from you know from from lots of different technology stacks but just to manage big blobs of json and recently um, a customer found a blog post that i wrote on developer.akamai.com specifically about that uh, that topic and um, they kind of reached out to their account team and uh, we got put in touch and I, I delivered a, a presentation to them where I kind of explained the whole vision. This is how you, you know, you author the code, and this is how you're going to uh, do the, you know, the, the the Git branching, and this is how you're going to do the deploying, and this is how you're going to do the unit tests. And it was really great because they um, this just took an hour, and and I was really bouncing back and forth. They were really aligned in terms of vision with what I was uh, proposing. And the net result is that they kind of went off with it, and uh, and you know, as far as I know, they're just doing this merrily uh, right now as we speak. Yeah, awesome. Uh, thank you so much for for joining me today, uh, sharing your insights, and uh, especially for the continuing work you do with us uh, for the benefit of our developer community. Well, thank you, Chuck, for setting this up, and uh, I'm really looking forward to uh, to the other installments in this series as well. Thank you for joining us on the Developer's Edge. Hope you enjoyed the conversation. If you'd like to hear more, head to the Akamai Developer YouTube channel to check out some of our other developer stories. Till next time, take care and we'll talk again soon. <laughs>